Hi, my name is Julian Chambliss. I'm a professor of English and History at Michigan State University, as well as a core faculty in the Critical Diversities in a Digital Age Initiative. I also serve on the Academics Committee for the Zoya Hurston Festival as one of the national planners for the event. I will be your host for this episode of Everyton's Got to Confess. The purpose of the podcast series is to explore issues facing communities of color globally by listening to the voices of attendees at the Zoya Hurston Festival of the Arts and Humanities. Founded by the Association to Preserve Eatonville Community, the Zora Festival has an educational aim. Since its founding, the festival has celebrated the life and work of Zora Neale Hurston, commemorated the historic significance of Eatonville, Florida, and honored the global cultural contributions made by people of African ancestry. Every Time I Got to Confess is a podcast designed to document the dynamic discussions about education, enterprise, institution, and activism intrinsic to the ideology that founded Eatonville and shaped its most famous daughter. This production is a joint project among the Association to Preserve Eatonville Community, Rollins College's Africa and African American Studies program, and the Department of History at the University of Central Florida. Public history graduate student Holly Baker sat down with Mariah Roman in Eatonville, Florida. In the interview, she talks with Holly about growing up in Eatonville and carrying on the community's legacy through community-based projects. Listen to their conversation. Could you please introduce yourself for our audience? Hello, I am Mariah Roman. I'm a local artist and curator here in Central Florida. And what was it like growing up in Edenville? It was it was always special, like just growing up here, like I always felt the the legacy here. It's always ingrained in us. Even from you know, a younger age you always know like the they always made sure that we knew the historical significance of, you know, our, our town. Even in school, like, I remember, like, seeing kids that I grew up with, like, etching 1887, you know, in their back, on their backpacks and, you know, just little things that we always clung to. Like, we always held on to the little, like, history, the, the huge history that we had. Even if we didn't understand it, we, we felt it. And as we grew up, we learned the the historical significance at an even deeper level in middle school and high school we we really really took to understand it more and more because you know coming up in elementary school learning about african american communities was very few very very uh vague and you know we didn't really we didn't really learn about black legacy we always learned about slavery we learned about our traumas and things like that, but never really, we were never really introduced to anything that had to do with our greatness and our legacy. And I think just coming up in Eatonville, we got a taste of that and we we were able to, and I think that's something special, like growing up in America, like we're able to get a, a, a dose of that or like an introduction to the history so that going forward, we know that we come from something greater. And I think that's the, the most special thing about growing up in Eatonville. Uh, what brought you to the Zora Neale Hurston Festival of the Arts and Humanities this year? It's a it's a gem for all of us. Uh, we go every year, no question. Like I feel like even if I lived in New York, I would always come back just for this week, that week. And it's something that I look forward to bringing my mother to. She loves it. Something that I look forward to bringing my family to in the future. It was like my first introduction to seeing like a cultural space where it, it lifts up African-American artists of color, performance art, uh, as well as uh, 
just you, you're able to see African-American painters in a different way and um, it's not something that I remember seeing you know growing up in historic you know history books and art class like we were able to get that that exposure to our legacy within the arts and within culture um, I remember like Zora Fest sending out you know school buses to make sure that we saw it you know they would they did a lot of outreach to middle schools local elementary schools and you know one day a year we got to see the Zora Fest in a special and unique way um, and so I think that's probably why I always see it as a gem to always come back to. You said earlier that you're an artist. Could you elaborate on that? Yeah, I'm a visual artist, or so multi-medium. So I work with all mediums from canvas to photography to digital art. And I can say that, you know, Zora Fest plays a bit, played a big part in um, me coming into my artistry because I, I can pinpoint the foundations that were laid and the experiences that I've had that have linked me to my creativity. So I'm very thankful for those bits and pieces of memories that were created. Other than the Zora Festival, what other Eatonville activities are you involved in? Well, for starters, I volunteer as creative outreach and marketing for the Crafts and Culture mar Market. Basically, the cra Crafts and Culture Market is funded by the Eatonville Heritage and Cultural Foundation. And so what we do is every first Sunday, we, um, we meet in this field here um, at the Edenville Library in the field right between Hungerford and the library. And we set up with local vendors, local artisan, uh, craft vendors, local food trucks, and we bring, we bring some culture every, you know, once a month uh, to the space and it's super awesome. I think anywhere that like the community gathers is always a great time. And, you know, we're able to get together, share our work, like local, leathersmiths, painters will come and do live painting with the kids. Um, we just try to bring, you know, a little bit of a little bit of art and culture, you know, more on a consistent basis. So like monthly, we're able to do it. And hopefully as it grows, we can do it more, more frequent. Um, but I love it because, you know, we're able to connect with the community, not only here in Edenville, but in Orlando. Folks from Orlando, Winter Park, Maitland, they're able to come out and see what the life that Edenville has and the legacy and the culture that is still very rich here. How do you see the activities that you are, are involved in? How do you see your activities inspired by or connected to the cultural space created by the Zora Festival? Zora Fest was like a seed for a lot of different things that, almost like a staple, like, it's, it has its own legacy, right? And it it happens annually, but it, it's so needed and necessary, right? And I think it just kind of is the foundation for more more things to come. And, you know, art is the medium in which we tell our stories. And so, like, we tell our culture and we tell our today and our tomorrow, like, and our hopes for the future. So I think with the crafts and culture market, we're able to bring a little bit of dose of culture to the community monthly versus like annually and literally we just started in august but i see the growth i see like how how beneficial it is for the youth and the families to get together and you know see art and interact with it and engage with it and also to engage with other small business owners that come out we have folks that make artisan candles and they make uh, leather goods, uh, wood, woodwork, 
just to see black entrepreneurship as well, art entrepreneurship happen here in Eatonville, I think that's that's where it starts. And so I think we're all just, we're doing the same thing in different ways. And I think that's beautiful. As long as we're gathering, continuously gathering and creating more programming, we, we can continue to shape the legacy and continue it. Do your future goals and ambitions include Eatonville? Definitely, because it it's a community that empowered me. So I have to always look back and I always, in Eatonville, I feel like I have an extended family. Like, even though we're not connected by blood, I feel like we're all connected because we have a heart for this community. And, you know, it, it gave me a chance to step into leadership. It taught me leadership skills. It taught me how to serve the community and how to, just by volunteering, like growing up, I used to, that's another great thing about Zora Fest. It, it allowed me to, they, they always opened up like volunteer opportunities for kids. So we were able to like work the concession stands and you know help out help out at the ticketing booth and we were we we were able to get some experience from that. I was able to put that on my resume like volunteers or a fest. I think I have to always look back because it gave me an opportunity to see like what I could really do as a black woman, like as a black artist, um, and as a community organizer. And I think that's that's just the beautiful essence of having our, our communities and preserving our history and our culture and our spaces because young leaders can realize their potential. And so as I get older and even if I move, I'll always look back and see how I can invest in this community because it invested in me and invested in all all my colleagues and all the, the kids I grew up with here. And, and so definitely. Um. In your opinion, what is the legacy of Eatonville? Where do I start? It, the legacy of Eatonville is in its story, in the way that it began. Just to know that the founders, the founding families of Eatonville endured so much just to cultivate this town and to lay down the foundations for this town. It's, imp it's so empowering and it's also like, it's a story of hope. like. The legacy of Edenville is like literally like symbolic of hope that like even though we've come from you know slavery we've come from enduring and we still have a, a, a legacy of resilience and I think this town also is, is like a symbolic for resilience as well because you know you see that like even though like our our the founding families of this town endured so much to lay down the foundation like we're still here and we're still um, trying to figure out new ways to um, keep this history alive and to keep this town growing. And it's growing every single day. Like you see so many changes happening, positive changes. And so the legacy of, of Edenville is in its history, but it's also in its, it's also in its today and tomorrow. Like you see the future happening today. And, you know, even from like our mayor, he's always at our market just little things like that like you know the leaders here care about this town and it's it's just so special because your leaders feel like family the legacy of eatonville is also in its search for ways to it's always investing in its youth and i think 
that's the beautiful thing about it. If you even look at all the cultural institutions, they always make sure that like kids are lifted up and kids are always empowered. Um, and I think that's something special that speaks to its legacy as well. And I, I hope that we're able to continue it with Eatonville Cultural and Heritage Foundation, with the Crafts and Culture Market, and of course, the Zora Festival. Um, what role might you have in continuing the legacy of, of Eatonville? Well, currently, um, I serve as the chairman for the Arts Advisory Committee, which is I'm super, super grateful for. That's how I got to meet Dr. Chambliss. Super grateful for the opportunity, because I'm only 25 years old, and to, to be able to help out the community in that way, and we're always meeting and thinking of new ways to, to bring public insta- art installations to the town and to invite other African-American artists to just to showcase their works for the community. And we're always thinking of new ways to just invite the community out and experience Eatonville in, its, in the most authentic way. And through that role, I hope to um, just share the story and the narrative of Eatonville through art. I hope we're able to, I know we will accomplish that. So right now, like we're working on our calls to find local artists um, so that they can, they have the opportunity to bring art that the community can see themselves in, whether it be murals, seasonal installations, pop-up art, we want to be able to bring that. And it's just really, really cool to see how, you know, as an artist, most artists work in in an isolated way but my heart is always in community. Um, every day, like we're learning how to make art tangible and real to the families that are that are here in the community. And a lot of people don't really see potential in African American communities. Period. But we see it every day, and that's why we set up and we, you know, we invest a lot of our time and into it. And we're always inviting not only Eatonville, folks of Eatonville, but we're inviting Orlando, you know, our neighbors in Winter Park and and, uh, Maitland to see us, like just to see us and to to collaborate with us to see what we see in Eatonville. And I hope that through the work that we do, I hope that through the work that I do that I always represent, now we always represent the hope and the dream of Eatonville it's not only in its history, but it's in its today. Like we're literally always the legacy. We are the walking legacy because people that before us, like the elders, made sure that we knew where we came from. You know, millennials that are from Eatonville, we, I think we need to come out more. We need to be more involved in the local nonprofits and the local government and constantly thinking of greater ways to invest in where we've come from. And I see that happening every single day, but I want to see more. Like I see a lot of, I see a lot of like the older generations involved and engaged, but I definitely want to see more of us coming out and seeing ourselves as agents of change. And I think that's the biggest, I think maybe that's the biggest piece that like holds a lot of millennials back that are from Eatonville. I think we don't really see ourselves as important enough or I don't think a lot of us recognize that we can, the little things that we do can make a difference here in Eatonville. And as long as we come out more and we, you know, we show up 
for our community, that's where it starts. I see it happening, but I want to see it happen more. But I think it takes for the ones that are currently here to invite those folks to come out and to invite more younger folks to step into these cultural spaces so that the whole Orlando, the whole world knows that we care. And I think when you show that you care about a community, like everyone else, you know, wants to know how to support and how to how to help you continue on that legacy. And I think what's happening here in Eatonville is representative of or can be the the model for other African American communities. And, you know, just being that we're the first African American established a town in America, like that lays the groundwork. It laid the groundwork for a lot of others. And I hope that the innovations and the new things that we do bring joy and bring life to to the story of Eatonville and to anyone who comes and visits or comes to stay and live. I think we all have the potential to like make that happen. And that's why I'm so grateful for the the programming that we have that invites folks at a national, global level to Eatonville. Thank you for your time and for yeah. talking to me today. Thank you. Thanks for listening to Every Time Got to Confess podcast. Holly Baker and I produced this podcast with support from the UCF Department of History and the African African American Studies Program at Rollins College. Be sure to find the rest of the episodes by searching for us online and subscribing to us on iTunes. Thank you.